Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Before we get into today's episode, I have some exciting news to share with you. It's been a game changer recently for me, making a marked difference in my performance, especially when it comes to my sleep. Let me introduce you to Pillar. Pillar is a company that's on a mission to fuse pharmaceutical precision with sports supplementation for athletes just like us. Okay, so we're all familiar with electrolytes and carbohydrates in our race preparation, but Pillar's taking a different route. It's focusing on something called micronutrition. It ensures you're ready to perform even before you hit the start line. It's all about promoting a good night's sleep. It's facilitating effective recovery and replenishing those critical micronutrients so you can perform at your best. Over the past month, I've been incorporating Pillar's triple magnesium into my routine. Every night, I take it 30 minutes before bed, and I've seen a remarkable improvement in my sleep quality. You'll know that I'm back using a Whoop device tracking my sleep, and the results of that improvement are there in black and white. I've had about a 10% bump in my restorative sleep since I started taking Pillar. I'm waking up, feeling refreshed every morning, ready to attack work, podcast, training, and just the next day in general. But don't just take my word for this. Try it, and let the data on your fitness tracker tell you the story. So if you're ready to elevate your performance and your sleep quality, why not give Pillar a try? Head over to pillarperformance.shop and use the code ROADMAN on your local website for 15% off your first order. Or for US listeners, head over to thefeed.com forward slash pillar and use the code ROADMAN for the same 15% off your first order. The details of both of these are in today's show notes. Now let's get into the show. Well, hello all you beautiful cyclists. There's no newbie questions today, I'm afraid. Anthony is a little bit under the weather, so I've stepped up to the plate in on my own to talk about something I've been thinking a lot about lately, especially as we head further into January and a lot of people are really kind of struggling to keep up with those resolutions that they made, those big promises they made at the start of the year. On the 1st of January, I started a challenge called 75 hard. Now I don't know if you've heard of this. There's a lot of variations of this particular challenge and I think it became popular initially on TikTok. As far as I know that's where the trend started. So the rules are pretty simple. For 75 days you must commit to five or six tasks every day. Now you can pick those tasks. Usually they're ones that really really push you. So work out twice a day, hit 15,000 steps that day. For me personally Personally, I have to do whatever my coach says, absolutely no questions asked, and I must complete that session, that training session, absolutely perfectly. That's one of my tasks. Another is to do 15,000 steps a day. Another one is to weigh myself every single day because I have weight loss goals for myself between now and March, and I know that that will keep me on track with regards to my diet. So there's a couple of the tasks that I have. So you have 75 days, and if you don't take your daily tasks each day, you have to start back at day number one and try to get to 75 again. Now I've tried and failed at 75 hard a couple of times. I Eventually I just give up. I let my old habits win. But this time I'm happily on day 18. I'm going strong because I've approached it in a different way this time. And I want to tell you about a book that I've reread over Christmas that gave me a better understanding of why I failed at this challenge before and what I can do to get to that 
day 75. So today we're going to embark on this little journey. I want to explore this concept. It's an old concept. It's as old as time really, but it's very, very relevant in what I want to talk about today. And that's resistance. And the book that I reread, this book was released in 2002, I think. It's from the author Stephen Pressfield and it's called The War of Art. Now, it's a book I highly recommend. There's so many teachings in there. And to be honest, I probably read this book about 10 years ago and recently reading it, it's like a whole new book to me. It means something completely different to me now that I'm in this stage of my life. And I'm going to give you a little peek into its pages and my understanding of why, even though we have the best intentions to train, to save money, to eat well, to get up early, to have that cold shower, we keep on failing. Okay, so picture this. You're in your really warm, cozy bed at night. You've brushed your teeth. You're about to just drift off and you're thinking about tomorrow. You've got really big, big plans for the day. You're going to get up at 6am, you're going to hop on the indoor trainer, the treadmill, or you're going to go out for a run, you're going to knock a session out, and then you're going to have a really healthy breakfast. But what actually happens the next morning is your alarm goes off, you press snooze five times, you tell yourself that you're going to have that little lion. It's very cozy where you are and you're going to promise yourself you will train that evening instead, even though you know that that's probably highly unlikely. Then you stumble out of bed, you rush to work, you grab a pastry, cross on or something in the shop before you head into the office. Now, your day has turned out nothing like you had planned and therefore you beat yourself up over it all day and you now also have that session hanging over your head that you should have done this morning. So I don't know if that sounds familiar to any of you guys. It certainly sounds familiar to me. This is resistance. And this author, Pressfield, as he puts it, it's that inner force that stops us from doing our work, from achieving greatness, from being great. It's what makes you hit that snooze button instead of hitting the turbo trainer. It's that voice that whispers, you can't do this or you won't do this or don't get up, you're fine here. That voice that says, I'm too old or I'm too tired or I don't have time, I quit or this is hard or I'll just skip this one session or I'll just skip that cold shower today or I'm not going to make my bed today. Those voices that say, I'm old, I'm fat, I don't deserve it, I'm not worthy, I'm weak. And you know what? You may think that it's only you that thinks this way that you are crippled by that inner voice and other people are succeeding because they don't have this inner monologue or self-destruct button or that they've been blessed with some kind of superpowers that you just don't have. And maybe everyone else can just jump out of bed every morning effortlessly, skip to the indoor trainer and pump out this perfectly executed session. Well, I am here to tell you that you're very wrong. Everybody, everybody in this world faces resistance and it's up to you how you fight against that resistance. Now, in Pressfield's book, he talks about a couple of types of resistance. We have procrastination, rationalization and distraction. And the way that I like to sum up these three parts is kind of like when you're studying for a big exam and that big test is tomorrow. So, you know, you need to study. So you go into your room, you set yourself up and you start creating a study plan, but you never actually study. All of your time goes into creating this plan. You are kind of tricking yourself into believing that you're moving forward. You're going to get that A plus on your test, but you're not. You're actually rationalizing, procrastinating and distracting yourself by doing that plan and not doing any study. And this example can be applied to 
absolutely every single part of our lives, our careers, our health and our relationships. So here's the important part. What causes this resistance and why can't we just get things done with enormous amounts of enthusiasm? Why does our motivation get really low? What's that driving force behind us? Pressing that snooze button for the 10th time, even though we swore to ourselves the night before that we would get up and train. Well, Pressfield explains that this is your ego. Now, a few years ago, I ran into an old buddy from where I'm from and we went and had a couple of beers together and he was telling me about an experience that he had. At the time, I don't think I fully understood this, but the penny finally dropped when I started to understand more about the ego. Now, the ego is the force within us that causes that resistance, that you pressing the snooze button. That ego wants us to stay stuck. It tells us we're useless and it tells us we won't achieve our goals or that we don't deserve to achieve our goals. That nagging self-doubt, that loathing that creeps into our thoughts, especially when the going gets tough, you know that feeling. And so here I was having a beer at my old school buddy and according to him, he had had a complete break away from his ego or he called it an ego break. Now, I'd love to tell you that there's a magic pill. Of course not. He had done this through loads of self-discovery and really understanding what an ego was and the opposite of what an ego is and I'm going to go into that in a second he was no longer a slave to all of this negative inner chat the inner monologue that was telling him you can't do it you won't do you're not worthy he is a really successful businessman now and his days aren't controlled by that doubting fearful narrative he is now listening to his true self and that's what I want to talk about your true self is the force that's opposite to ego and it promotes learning it promotes being brave courage making decisions that is going to point your life in the direction that you want it to be it's that voice that believes in you and we have a constant battle between our ego and our true self and the problem is your ego is so powerful it's a very powerful force there's so many authors that have written so many books about ego but Pressfield talks about how the ego lives in the now and it's not really a future thinker so it doesn't think about how your actions right now are going to affect how your life turns out in the future if you eat that Big Mac meal the donut and the milkshake and the ice cream today it's not worried about what's going to happen to you in a week after that or tomorrow when you feel sick or even an hour after when you feel lethargic your ego just lives in the moment and your ego also lives in fear and it wants to stay static it hates change it loves the status quo and this all comes from a mind of fear so while the ego is fear that true self the way that we can describe that is love that's the predominant emotion with your true self love now your ego is very individualistic so it believes very much that i am completely separate to you i have no connection to the person beside me i am my own entity it's quite selfish so it's kind of like let's say the driver that gives you a close pass when you're out on your bike he feels like he has absolutely nothing to do with you he doesn't care if you live or die the ego just cares about getting getting to their destination and getting there as fast as they can. They don't care if they knock down a cyclist. They don't care about the cyclist for the cyclist's sake. But the only reason they don't knock the cyclist down is because then they will have to go to prison and that will change their life. Now, that's an extreme example. On the opposite side of things, the self, the true self, 
that believes that we're all connected as humans and as a world. You and I, we're bound together. We're bound to the oceans. We're bound to the animal planet. We're bound to plants. And the self, the true self, wants us to succeed. But the ego wants us to stay the same. And that's why resistance is so, so strong. Because your ego is very powerful. Your ego is telling you to give up. Your ego is telling you it's too hard or to take a day off or break that promise that you made to yourself. You made some really important promises to yourself. Your ego doesn't want you to make those promises and believe in yourself. So how do you overcome resistance? So your ego is ever present. It's there consciously, it's there subconsciously, and it's always ready to rear its ugly head in the forms of procrastination, fear, self-doubt, distractions. And acknowledging that it's there in the first place is a major step in overcoming it. Now, in his book, Pressfield said that we first need to recognize these self-sabotaging tendencies that stop us from achieving our goals and doing all that work, all that self-improvement that's going to get us to the goals that we have for ourselves. You need to understand the ego and the self understand that they're two separate things. So what I've done is I've gone and given my ego a name. I call my ego asshole. So I'm just like, asshole, shut up. Shut the hell up. Every time I have that negative self-doubt, I say, ego, you're an asshole. Shut up. Give your true self a name while you're at it and trust that part of you. Another way to really overcome resistance is to take on what's called a professional mindset. Adopt a professional approach rather than an amateur one. A professional shows up every single day to work no matter what. They commit over the long haul. They act in the face of fear and they don't take failure or success personally. You also need to develop a routine, like a disciplined routine. Sticking with that helps to mitigate resistance. Setting this regular schedule for work or training or whatever you're struggling with help because consistency breeds progress and diminishes the power of resistance. Focus on the progress, not the outcome. This is really hard to do sometimes. Concentrate on the act of doing the work rather than the end result. This is one that I'm struggling with at the moment. As I step on the scales every single day and the number is either staying the same or slightly going down or the next day it's up a lot. And I understand weighing yourself every single day, you will have those fluctuations. But, you know, I'm just looking at that number and I want it to be lower. I want it to be lower. I want it to be be lower so bad. But I'm trying to focus on the process, not the outcome and eating clean, exercising, sleeping, hydration. And that's how I am shutting my asshole ego up now remember resistance doesn't always roar sometimes it's a very quiet voice it lures us into complacency it's the temptation to settle for good enough why should we live our lives like that why should we just be good enough why should we accept that being good enough is the enemy of being great Okay, so that was a heavy one today, guys. I hope that you found some worth in it. Having this understanding of ego and true self has genuinely just helped me so much in the last couple of weeks to stick to my goals and not get sidetracked. And I hope that this information has helped you too. That's it for me today, folks. I'm going to be back again next week on Newbie Questions with Anthony. Until then, you gorgeous cyclists.
Really excited to announce our show sponsors for today, Silka. For those of you who do not know, Silka offer best-in-the-game bike accessories like tools, pumps, and all your everyday bike maintenance kit like chain wax and sealant. But what sets them apart? It's their commitment to quality, beauty, and craftsmanship. Trust me, these products are beautiful. They are built to last. Take, for instance, my track pump. I've been replacing my track pump honestly about every two years with these generic track pumps I get at my local bike shop. My dad has had a Silka track pump since I can remember, and it's still going strong. If you want to spoil yourself, or maybe you just want to treat one of your cycling buddies, they've so many amazing products on their website. Their torque wrenches, their bike bags, 3D printed bike mounts. There's loads of really cool pieces there. They're like pieces of art. And for those of you interested in drivetrain efficiency, Silka offers the Secret Chain Blend. It's a chain wax that reduces chain friction, doesn't attract dirt and grime, and prolongs the life of your drivetrain components. As a Roadman listener, you can get 13% off all Silka products. Just use the code ROADMAN13 at checkout. That's ROADMAN13 at checkout. Not only is that going to get you a fantastic deal, but it also lets Silka know that sponsoring this podcast is valuable. So whether you're shopping for a gift or you're treating yourself, Silka has something for every cyclist who hates the new throwaway culture we're in and appreciates and loves the quality and craftsmanship. So check them out and don't forget to use the code ROADMAN13 for 13% off your purchase. All these links are in today's show notes.